For the majority of my life, I have been passionate and dedicated about changing lives and growing businesses through synthesizing from the very best their strategies, their tactics, their mindset techniques to help you and your business grow. Join me as we take it to the next level. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Hey, welcome back to The Tom Ferry Show. Thank you always for watching your comments, your shares. Uh, just the love really means a lot to me. So keep it up. I love getting your feedback. It really does mean a lot. Now, today I wanna to talk to you about the fact we've got 11 to 13 weeks left between now and the end of the year. Tick tock, tick tock, 11 to 13 weeks. Yes, that's 11 to 13 weekends of open houses. That's 11 to 13 weeks for you to go out and not only finish the year strong, but set the tone for how you want 2020 to be. I wrote down this for you. I would argue that if there was just one thing we should put our concentration on between now and the end of the year, beyond our family and our friends and our holidays and all that good stuff which we're gonna do, it would be to focus your energy on booking appointments and going on appointments as frequently as you can between now and the end of the year. Think about it just for a minute. You can really only have one dominant thought at a time, right? The human mind, human psychology tells us this, right? And if we try and focus on too many things, we end up doing nothing. I deal with it every day in coaching sessions when I'm trying to reset somebody's concentration and reset their focus to get the most out of their results in business and in life. So I would argue, if I was sitting with you right now and you said, Tom, I really wanna close out the year strong. Like it's really important to me. I wanna have a great holiday season. I want to have money in the bank. I want to have lots of active listings. I wanna have lots of pending transactions. And I wanna go into next year because normally in January, I don't make a lot of money. My market gets slow, blah, blah, blah. I want to go into next year feeling great because I did the work in the fourth quarter. And if you said to me, what do you recommend? I'd look you right in the eyes. I'd grab you by the shoulder and say, let's do an appointment setting challenge. Let's do an appointment setting challenge. Now you might say like many of my clients have, oh, Tom, I've, I've done so many appointment setting challenges this year. I'm, I'm getting tired of it. I need something new and fresh. And my response is run plays that work. One of my clients, great guy, real estate broker, big company. He did an appointment setting challenge in the first part of the year, had about 600 of his agents, big enterprise company. They booked about 13,000 appointments in six weeks. What do you think happens when all those agents book all those appointments, the momentum in the market, the success of listings and sales? And I said, okay, great, that ended. Let's get my month off. Now let's do it again in summertime. He said, we're in New York and New Jersey. Nobody works in the summertime. Everybody wants to go to the beach. They're all tired. The market's been great. I said, hey, remember what happened in 2018? The wheels kind of came off. Let's hedge our bets and let's run another competition and guess what? We set like 12,000 appointments. Now we only had 400 agents do it this time. So you can figure out the math, how many appointments per person. What do we know? Activity creates success. You do the thing, you get the power. The same rule applies now. You've got 11 to 13 weeks left between now and the end of the year. And I would love nothing more than you to make a commitment as in in writing, up in visual, tell your family, tell your puppy, tell your broker, this is my goal for appointments booked between now and the end of the year. Now, today I wanna to talk to you about three things. Why am I so adamant about appointments? Number two, 
six different types of appointments you can go on that'll move the needle, and number three, what adjustments you need to make to your time so you can actually fit all this in and still have all the fun you wanna have in the holiday season. So, the obvious question is, why appointments? Well, let me ask you this. How many listings have you taken and homes have you sold without an appointment? Last time I checked, you need an appointment to do any one of those transactions. And whether that appointment is over the phone or face-to-face -face or via Zoom or Skype, it's still an appointment. It is the leading indicator of a healthy sales business. You wake up on Monday, you open up your calendar, and that funny, I actually did this, like we open up our calendar. You open up your laptop, you look at your phone, you look at the week, and if you see no appointments, how do you feel? You're out of business, right? You got nothing going on. But if you look inside there and say, I got Sally coming in, she wants to look at a property on Tuesday, I got a possible listing appointment on Wednesday, oh man, Monday I gotta do some follow-up because those, you know, that couple's coming into town on Thursday. You see these appointments and you know it's like the endorphin rush of somebody liking an Instagram post of yours, right? You get fired up. But when you have no appointments in your schedule and you see crickets, you get nervous. And you and I both know in that moment, your head is a scary place to be. Now, the reality is, you go back to that focus. I've talked for years about one of my longtime clients and a coach and a friend, let's just call her Iris down in San Diego. When I first met her, I was walking into the La Jolla office where she and many of my personal clients were working. And as I was walking out, her manager said to me, hey, could you spend a minute with Iris? She moved here from Detroit, that's Detroit. And now she's selling in La Jolla, California. She's been here, she's a new agent, she's kind of struggling, would you talk to her? And I said, sure, great. And I remember just grabbing a pen and literally we're standing at the front desk and I said, well, okay, so how you doing? She said, well, you know, I did like three deals. I said, where'd they come from? She's like, it's all buyers. I'm driving all over San Diego County and I'm just, ah, you could just, you could see the, the erratic emotion, right? Not a lot of quantitative, <laughs> a lot of qualitative, a lot of like how I feel versus like what am I doing and how am I measuring it and what's working? I said to her, look, the human mind can only focus on one thing at a time. And I'm gonna give you a little graphic here so you're on the same page with me. I, I drew out this bullseye for it and I said, here's what you gotta get. If all you do is focus on drama, right? Something's wrong with my kids, right? My deal's about to fall apart. I don't have any money. You know, the holiday's around the corner. Am I gonna be with people I love? If, like, if drama or US politics, Canadian politics, what's happening in the world, did you see what the stock market did? If that's what consumes you, are you a highly productive individual in that moment? The answer is no. And you and I both know there are people that are totally addicted to drama. They spend all day long being an energy-sucking vampire. They walk by you and they, and they suck the energy right out of you and you gotta get away from them as quickly as possible. Acknowledge though, we all get stuck in this sometimes. Something happens in the world, something happens to you, something happens to a family member. Drama, if this is where you're at, you're not gonna get to that bullseye. The second one is, finally somebody says to you, hey look, you gotta get to work, or you have that moment, you wake up on Monday morning, okay, let me get my yellow notepad out and make my checklist of things to do. And what happens is, you focus on busy work. You focus on the things you can you know, attack in the moment. I gotta follow up on these couple people. I gotta get to the dry cleaner. I gotta make sure that I, you know, I get my kids' school thing organized because I haven't done that yet. And gosh, I probably need to sign up for the gym. And you make up this list of, let's face it, some good stuff, but a lot of nonsense. And most of it is lagging indicators of success, not leading indicators of success. Not things that are gonna give you more business, but things I gotta just close out and finish up on and make sure get done. 
but none of it's really moving the needle and driving your business. So we call it the rocking chair syndrome, right? So I'm moving a lot, but like I'm sitting in a rocking chair, I'm not going anywhere. You ever had a day like that before where you're like, oh, I was here all day long and I moved the paper from here to here, but I just don't feel like I actually accomplished anything and I didn't have any dollar productive activities that are really making me money. You been there before? You with me on this? Then finally somebody walks by and says, hey, look, why don't you make some phone calls? Like, you know, call you prospecting, marketing, do something, send an email out, get a direct mail piece. And what happens is all of a sudden we're like, okay, I gotta make some calls. We've all been here before. I got these five people I know I gotta follow up on. And you feel good because you called all five. You didn't talk to them. You didn't generate any leads. You didn't book any appointments, but at least one, two, three, four, five chicken scratches on the piece of paper. Oh, I feel better. I got my calls out of the way. Now here's the problem. If your focus is making the calls, think about how simple this is. If you focus on making the calls, you make the calls and then you're done. Making the calls doesn't mean you booked appointments, made sales, got people one step closer, got people to make a decision, a yes or a no, right? A buying decision, yes or a no. You didn't do that, you just made the calls. I know people that have literally said to me, Tom, I knock on 50 doors a day. I talk to 25 people a day and they'll do it for a week or a month and guess what? I say, how many leads did you get? None. How many appointments did you book? None. I'm like, what are you saying to these people when you make phone calls? You don't want to move, do you? Okay, good. Click. Whatever you focus on expands. If you focus on drama, you get more drama. If you focus on your projects, you get more projects. If you focus on making calls, guess what? You get more calls. But there's an X-Center circle and a lot of people get stuck here and that's leads, right? Oh, look at all these leads. Oh, and I see people like, oh, Tom, I've got this one lead right now I'm working with and oh, I love my lead. She's an investor. She wants to buy a really expensive home. I hear all these stories about the lead and you and I both know leads don't really have a lot of value. And I don't mean the people don't have value, the human beings. I mean, not every lead is gonna close. The math, the science, the numbers tells us if you're buying leads online and you get a hundred of them, two to 7% are actually gonna do something and the rest, we're just curious. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right, consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please, Go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. So we can't tie up our success or have our focus be, gosh, I got to get some leads, right? Because leads, I can go online and buy. That's too easy. What do I really want? Look at the next inner circle. And I remember sitting with Iris and I'd say to her, you got to focus on appointments. She said, Tom, I'm new to this area. Like, I don't know a lot of people. I said, listen, you walk into Starbucks every day and get your triple makalaka wakalula. If you just wore your company name badge, someone, if you just stand there without your sunglasses on, looking like, you know, uh, you know, some crazy person inside a grocery store or restaurant, someone's going to say to you, hey, you're in real estate. How's the market? You want to know why? Because our studies show that you get asked that question a hundred times a month. If you're relatively social, a hundred times a month. So in that moment, 
Could you say to that person, you know, it really depends. Are you looking to buy, sell, invest, or rent? Each one of the markets are very different. Which part of the market are you interested in? Oh, I'm just kind of curious. That's usually what they'll say. Just kind of curious. And then you say, well, are you curious about the value of your home or maybe the value of another person you love's home? Or are you guys thinking about buying? Like, what are you thinking about? Well, we were actually kind of thinking like, you know, we keep hearing about this impending recession and maybe we should, you know, sell. And we thought, God, we thought about maybe leaving the state of X and going to the state of Y. And, and now we get a little deeper. And you know what, in that moment, you could just say, hey, you know what I do for a lot of people in your situation? We meet, we spend 15 or 20 minutes and I just educate you on everything that we're seeing in the market. Would that be valuable to you? Like no pressure, just connect for 15 or 20 minutes. We can even do it here at Starbucks if that's good for you. Now, that's how you get appointments. And I said it to her and she said, I think I could probably just spend all day long at Starbucks. I said, you know, if you did that, there's a pretty good chance you'd set more appointments. But here's the real truth. When you focus on booking appointments, you get appointments. When you focus on leads, you get leads. When you focus on working on projects and drama, you get both those as well. I know it sounds simple. You know it to be true. When you finally focus and say, I want that, you're the kind of person that gets what they want. The problem is when you go, I want this and this and this and this and this and some of those and some of these and some of those, you never put any concentration or effort to get the real results. So kind of a long story for you. And of course, the bullseye is a signed contract. But how do you get a signed contract without an appointment? I'm a fan of focus on the leading indicator. Focus on the one thing that can move the needle that can get me the most results. So I hope you're convinced at this point that this is not my first rodeo. I want you to win. I want you to have an extraordinary fourth quarter. I want you to close the year strong. And I know if you went on 30 appointments, 50 appointments, 80 appointments, 100 appointments, 200 appointments, whatever your number is, and those may sound crazy, but we have people doing it. I had Tim Smith in my office last week and Timmy said to me, it was Thursday, he had been on 11 listing appointments, like bonafide listing appointments, and it was Thursday. That's a busy week, that's a busy week. And you can do the same if you put your focus there, first and foremost. So, that's the first part I wanted to share. The second part is I wanted to define for you that there's six different appointments you can go on, all of which in my eyes are absolutely valid for someone like you who's building their business. So in no order of appointment, number one is a pre-listing appointment. That's someone that's thinking about selling in the next six months, nine months, 18 months, I don't care. If someone says, hey, we're gonna sell when we retire, when are you gonna retire? In a year, great, why don't you invite me over let me take a look at the home. Let's see the value today, what we're forecasting it to be in the future. Let's make sure you got all the options so you're educated making a good decision. Now, I don't know many agents that would say, hey Tom, that's a bad appointment. I would not go on that. I'd follow up and talk to him six months to a year from now. Agents that do that oftentimes miss the listing because when a person says a year, they normally mean six months. When someone says I'm gonna do something in six months and you follow up three months later, they're already under contract. It happens all the time. So that's the first one. The second one, of course, is a bona fide listing appointment, right? You generated them, they called you, doesn't make a difference to me, but that's where you're showing up to present your degrees of separation, your pricing, your marketing, and everything else to win the business. Those are the first two. Number three is a buyer consultation. And I use the word consultation because too often, it's just this, hey, you guys wanna buy a house? You wanna look at that house? Okay, I'll meet you there, great. So what are you guys thinking about? And it's a little too rushed. I want you to take your time. 
And I want you to dig a little deeper. I want you to take your time to understand who are they, what are their expectations, how long do they want to be in this, is it three bedrooms, is it four bedrooms, beyond that, like, what are they looking for, lifestyle, goals, you are a knowledge broker, the market expert. Take your time and educate them so they can make good decisions. And by the way, when you do that, you create more trust, you create more loyalty, they're less likely to walk into somebody else's open house and just buy it and more likely to call you. So those are great appointments. Number four, showing property to a qualified buyer, right? Showing property to a qualified buyer, that's a great appointment. Now be careful, I've watched some people play the game with themselves, almost like Mark cheating on their own golf score. You with me? Where they say, you know, I'm doing better than I think. Well, the truth is you three putted. It wasn't that good, right? And in the case of, you know, you could say, well, I took this buyer out because I wanted to be busy, but the truth is they don't really want to buy. They're that buyer that's been shopping for six and a half years for the perfect house along the ocean that'll sell for a dollar that's worth 10 million. Don't do that to yourself. Don't play that game. Good buyers that are out there in the marketplace, that are writing offers, that are pre-qualified, or they're all cash and you verified the funds, all that kind of stuff, that's good. Number five, now this is where it gets interesting and I think it makes it a no-brainer opportunity for you to go on way more appointments than you think. Meeting with referral partners. So much of what we've taught you on The Tom Ferry Show is to reflect back on your business and look at who are my top 25 referral sources? Who are the 10 people that have sent me more referrals than anybody else? Meeting with them for coffee, you know, once a month at, the, at a minimum, just to keep the relationship alive, keep bringing them value, keep being of service for them, that's a good appointment in my opinion. And then the last one is coffee meetings with past clients that have equity in their property and are over that two year mark, like we've talked about at the summit and so many other marketing campaigns. Really, it's anybody that bought, two years ago to five years ago because of the equity that they've gained in their property. And hey, people move all the time and change their minds about their houses all the time. So if I gave you those six definitions, can you now imagine yourself going on 20 appointments a month, 30 appointments a month? The answer is yes. The question is, what adjustment do you have to make with your time? So let's wrap it up with just some simple distinctions around adjustments with your time so you can go out again, remember our goal, we wanna finish the year strong and we wanna set the tone for an extraordinary 2020. Now, it's very simple, you ready? You gotta plan your day around booking appointments and going on appointments. That's different from some agents that plan their day about going to lunch and going to dinner. Kidding, but not kidding. You with me? Don't plan your day around coffee in the morning unless it's with a past client and it's a really good appointment. Instead, we know the data says that between nine o'clock and 11 o'clock in the morning and four o'clock to six o'clock in the afternoon, those are the optimal times to text, call, email, and actually connect with people. So the first thing I'd ask you to do is over the next 11 to 13 weeks, Put in your calendar, 9-11-4-6, 9-11-4-6, throughout the entire year, you can take Thanksgiving and Christmas off, it's fine by me, it's your calendar. But you got 11 weeks that you could be putting that in your calendar to call your past clients in Sphere, to follow up on people inside your farm, all those people inside your database that you, they're in there and you have no idea who they are, it'd be good to call them as well and text and email, etc. The bottom line is this, if it's not in your schedule, it doesn't exist and doesn't get done. The second thing I wrote down is, I think you should also have in your calendar three to five coffee meetings every week before the nine o'clock, 
right? Where you're reaching out to the people that you know, like, and trust, your referral partners, your past clients, your friends to say, hey, let's meet for coffee three to five times a week. Yes, those are good appointments because again, you're staying top of mind, right? With the people that know, like, trust, and have referred you in the past, and they just might do even more because you're face to face. I also wrote down, you should absolutely be going on one to three lunch meetings, not with agents, not with agents. Stop going to lunch with agents. They're not gonna buy from you or sell with you, and you know how it is to finally get the bill and try and figure that stuff out with agents. Go with past clients. Use the strategy we talked about at the summit where I call and say, Sean, congratulations, I sold you the house. I'd love to meet more people inside your office. What would be the best time on Thursday at you know noon? Get three or four of your buddies, let's all get together, all buy lunch. Those types of referral generating campaigns are very positive, and they should be booked. And then I wrote down, you should have an 11.30 appointment, a 1.30 appointment, a 2.30 appointment, and guess what? If you gotta go on appointments between four and six, you can do that as well. I know this, as much as the sun goes up and the sun goes down, when agents finally take the time to put into their calendar, Microsoft, Google, whatever you do, this is the time I'm gonna be on the phone, call my past clients, following up with my leads, booking appointments, and these are all the appointment slots I want to fill with buyers, with sellers, with opportunities to move my business forward. You know what happens? They do. They do. Now, you have a choice. Kind of a long Tom Ferry show, not sure exactly how many minutes have gone here, but I'll tell you this. When you take this on, you will surprise yourself. You've got so much more in you to do and to give. Push beyond the typical way you finish out the year. Too many agents around, you know, I don't know, Halloween start saying, well, the family's coming in town, gotta get ready for Thanksgiving. I'm like, where are they coming from? Like a different planet? And they say, no, they live down the street, but I just wanna get ready. I'm like, my goodness, that takes 45 minutes. Keep the revenue coming in, keep building your business, keep booking appointments. Let's finish the year strong. So that's my message. I can't wait to read your comments. Thanks for watching it. I know it was a long one, but you know I'm talking to you. Can't wait to see your comments, share it with a friend, and let's become lean, mean appointment setting machines. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.